I have a message for you this morning that I do believe with all my heart uh, is inspired by the Lord. That's not to imply that I preach messages that I don't believe are inspired by the Lord. But honest to goodness, I've actually said to my wife, I think a couple times this week, I, I, I can't seem to get a word. I don't know what the word is. I'm not sure how to carry this congregation into 2021. It's the last Sunday of the year. I need to have a word. Amen. And so Saturday morning, I woke up about five o'clock and uh, that's early for me and uh, couldn't go back to sleep and I laid there for a minute or two, pretty wide eyed. And I thought, well, maybe I'll get up and go read my Bible. Right. And so I got up and got out my tear up your Bible program just happened to be on the first four chapters of Deuteronomy. And I had read it before because obviously I just said that I'd read the Bible two times this year. It already was marked up and God just spoke to my heart in a major way. And I came to the church later, uh, I, actually I left, a, came here at eight o'clock that morning after getting that inspiration and I sat down and just began to write the things that were in my heart. And so it's my goal today to share with you to the best of my ability the th what was happening to me in that moment. And I think a message, is an, uh, a sermon is not to be some contrived thing from a liturgical calendar. This is the time of month you preach about this. It should be about what is an overflow of what's happening in your own life at any given time. And so this, this message today is my witness and it's called Camping in the Wrong Place. Camping in the Wrong Place. I'll try not to get too emotional about it, but I've had an experience with the Lord Jesus, and so you all will just have to bear with me while Jesus and I continue our party line. Amen. So as I was reading my Bible, my attention was drawn to the book of Deuteronomy. And what stood out to me almost immediately was what I read in the second chapter. Because again, remember, every year I have a direction for the next year well before the next year comes. And I didn't have anything, and I didn't understand why, and, and, but Lord, you have, to, you have to help me, lead me, because I'm supposed to lead these people at this church. And so I have to give them some direction for the year. Now, if you'll make yourself available to the Lord's leading, you will find that he will often spank you first. Yeah. <laughs> oh, Deuteronomy chapter 2 and verses 13 and verses 24, it showed up two times. <laughs> you know, it was already there, but two times the Lord's, I'm going to tell him twice because he's going to need to hear it twice. And it said, uh, first time was in verse 3. I'm sorry, a verse, uh, yeah, verse 3 of chapter 2. I think I may have given you 13, but it's actually 3. Now arise and cross over. Now wait a minute, that may not speak to you as the pastor of the church who's sitting here going, Lord, I need to know how to get into 2021. The Lord says, arise and cross over. I went, ooh, I hadn't marked that one yet, so I marked it. Then I got over to verse 24 and it said, Arise, set out, and pass through. And boy, the Lord was speaking to my heart, so I marked that one. 
What you need to understand that these words are a part of Moses' final instructions to the children of Israel before he passed on and before they went into the promised land. They mean a great deal in the context of the storyline that I just shared with you, but they meant a great deal and mean a great deal to me in regard to 2020 and 2021, especially as we draw near. Here we are. We're at the end. Our next Sunday will be 2021, okay? Um, And I felt as if the Lord was saying to me, Rick, are you going to camp here or are you going to move forward? Now, I've practiced this message a dozen times between yesterday morning and now, and I ain't got emotional one time. Are you going to camp here or are you going to move forward? Now, though I knew in my heart what the Lord was getting at, in my stubbornness, I had to say, what you talking about? (laughs) I'm not alone on that. Camp where, Lord? And I felt in my heart that he said, are you going to camp here in 2020? Or are you going to arise, get up, set out, move forward, pass through, cross over into 2021? Well, all of it resonated in my heart. Because I knew that I was at a crossroad, and I also knew and know that we as a church are at a crossroad as well. And, you know, am I going to go into 2021? Am I going to try to lead you here at Res Life into 2021 while still camping in 2020. And I knew in my heart that this conversation with God was rising up within me a paradox, if you will, another great juxtaposition. And the paradoxical statement is, I can't move forward and stay in the same place at the same time. Now that's pretty simple, but it spoke to me is, I cannot move forward if I stay in the same place at the same time. The engine has got to be put in drive, and it's got to be going forward. How many know if you're sitting on a bicycle and you turn the wheel, you don't turn unless the bicycle's in motion. If you're sitting on a bicycle and turn the wheel, you're going to fall down, right? So God was speaking to my heart in a major way, and I was thankful because I, was, I had been asking for weeks, Lord, come on, it's December already. Because I was asking back in November. And uh, so I recognize that I can't hold Res Life back. Do you know that it's very possible that pastors of churches can be the lid on their church and that church will only rise to the level that the pastor rises? And one of the things that I've tried to be very careful of in all my ministry is, Rick, don't be the lid in your church you got to be open and ready for new things, otherwise the church will never move to a higher level. Now, I'm just being honest with you all today. Would you rather me tell you the truth or just preach? Uh, you would hope that I'd do both, right? But I also recognize that in my own heart as the Lord was dealing with me and speaking with me is that I had found it easier to camp in the wrong place. It takes a lot more energy to rise up. It takes, 
it's harder to set out. It's riskier to cross over. It takes more courage to move forward when you don't know what's around the corner, what tomorrow holds. Now, listen, I am not so much preaching a sermon to you today as I am reading my journal. Okay? This is conversations that the Lord and I was having. And as I was writing, I wrote, uh, 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 it, it takes more courage, Lord, to move forward. And I actually, this, these were the words from my mind to my pen, from my pen to my paper. Uh, it takes more courage when you don't know what's around the corner, when you can't see what tomorrow holds. And then I just began to think, why am I so stupid as to say something like that to Jesus? When automatically the Lord said to me, uh, that's where faith kicks in. You wouldn't think the preacher would need reminding of that. That's where faith kicks in. Uh, God held me accountable to where I had parked the camper. He held me accountable to where I was camping and began reminding me of a few inarguable faith principles. I didn't realize that in order to move us into 2021, it was going to take faith. Now, I know, I'm a preacher, y'all. I've been doing this a lot of years. I know that faith, it's impossible to please God without faith. But I was looking for some other element of, of, of catapulting us. Like, okay, Lord, is there like some trampoline that I can jump off of 2020, hit the trampoline, and rise into 2021? And uh, he reminded me that... Um, it's going to take some faith. And so the Lord spoke to me about three faith principles. And so obviously when you think about faith, you immediately think about Hebrews chapter 11, verse 1, right? Now faith is the substance of things hoped for and the evidence of things not seen. Every Christian ought to know that passage of Scripture. But again, because I was in tear up my Bible mode, and that's not just a plug for you all to do it, but I'm just, I'm, that's what I was doing uh, Saturday morning, two words stuck out to me in Hebrews chapter 11, verse 1, that had never stuck out to me before. Now faith. Now faith. And I realized that I was kind of taking the words a little out of context. I understand that because it's like, now come on, y'all understand what I'm saying. Now faith. But I was going, wait a minute, no, it's now faith. I need now faith. I don't need yesterday's faith, and I don't need tomorrow's faith. I need now faith. Can somebody say amen? And the Lord began to speak to me about that, and we need faith for right now. We need faith to believe with all of our hearts that God is still on the throne, and Jesus is Lord, and sometimes that has to be now, right here in this moment, faith. Not just faith because I read my Bible, not just faith because I'm a minister, not just faith, faith because that's what you've been taught all your life, or not just faith because after all that's what's expected of you as a Christian, but how about recognizing that sometimes you just need faith for the moment, where you're at right now. I don't know where you're at, but God knows where you're at, and I'll tell you right now, you need right now faith. I need faith for this moment. It's now faith that moves us beyond our way of thinking. It's now faith that gets us out of yesterday's faith. Now, I'm not saying that yesterday's faith isn't important because our faith is growing, right? But we cannot rely on the laurels of yesterday's successes. 
We also can't camp in the campground of yesterday's failures. Camping in the wrong place. So the Lord was saying, you have to have now faith, Rick, because now faith will begin to change the way you think. And I'm like, well, thank you, Lord, because I needed a checkup from the neck up, and I needed an adjustment in my brain. I know you all don't. You're a Holy Ghost-filled, Bible-toting people, and you never need any help from the Lord Jesus. I'm being snarky now. Now, It's now faith that allows us to be able to do what he chooses, when he chooses to do it, and how he chooses to do it. Instead of, can I think of a clever way to transition into 2021? What... Lord, what are you expecting? Because I can tell you right now, anything that the Lord expects is going to require faith. Amen? Now faith is rooted and grounded in what Jesus Christ did at the cross of Calvary. Now faith is rooted and grounded in Jesus Christ as Lord and Savior. It's a faith that does not camp out in yesterday's trouble. It's a faith that doesn't focus on tomorrow's potential problems. And I think that I found myself there. I know maybe many of you have also found yourself there. What's 2021 going to be like? Is it just going to be more of the same but worse? Is it going to get any better? Will it ever? Come on, y'all. You've been asking those questions at some point or other. When is everything going to get back to normal? Well, this is the new normal. Come on. Is President Trump president or not? I mean, I'm not really wanting to go there, but we, there's that great juxtaposition as well, right? Now faith is a faith that focuses, as I said, on the finished work of Jesus Christ on the cross of Calvary. It's a faith that keeps believing even when you don't see the answer. It's a faith that keeps believing even when you don't get an answer. That's now faith. Now faith is giving when you don't have it to give. It's a faith that's walking with God one step at a time. It's a faith that's walking with God one day at a time. It's a faith that's walking with God one breath at a time. It's a faith that's walking with God that way every day at a time. Amen? Step by step. Have we forgotten the old Maranatha song? Step by step. I haven't forgot that we're still praying against COVID. For those of you who may be visiting with us today and not know, and this is also an assignment for us to continue in 2021, that you set your clocks for 12 o'clock noon, and whatever you're doing, you don't have to stop and have a prayer meeting. You don't have to stop and kneel down. You know, I told you the story how I was working with some epoxy, which has a drying time. I couldn't really stop and have a prayer meeting, all right? I just did these prayers while I had my hands doing the work. Number one, curse COVID to die in Jesus' name. How many of y'all ready for it to die? Especially seeing how they're saying there's a mutated form of it already here. Well, may it die too. And may the demon that's, in, in, that's instigating it all, may he be cursed dry in outer places in Jesus' name. And may we continue to pray for everyone who's affected by coronavirus. Father, in the name of Jesus, we curse COVID to die at its root. We pray, Lord God, that the demonic activity that's causing this disruption in all of society 
be removed in Jesus' name. All those that are sick now or have been sick and are still dealing with symptoms or have lost loved ones, we pray for your grace upon them in Jesus' name, and may they have now faith. Amen? Amen. Now faith is obeying the Word of God even when you don't understand it. That's what now faith, it's a faith that keeps on keeping on even when you don't feel like keeping on anymore. Y'all are looking at me like, you are the only one with these issues, Pastor. I agree. <laughs> now, faith is a thanking God, is a, now faith is a faith that is thanking God before the answer gets here. Now faith is a faith that is thanking God even if you don't get an answer. Hebrews chapter 11, verse 1. Now I've highlighted it in my Bible this way. We got it up there this way? Is it there? Now faith. There it is. Bold, big print. Now faith is the substance of things hoped for, the evidence of faith, the evidence of things not yet seen. So that's principle number one, now faith. And the Lord directed me that principle number two was speaking faith. Mark chapter 11, verse 23 says, Assuredly, I say to you, whoever says to this mountain, be thou removed and be cast into the sea and does not doubt in his heart, but believes that those things that he says will be done, he will have whatever he says. Are you listening? You and I are going to have whatever we say. When you say stuff and believe it, it will, it, will, it, will, it will manifest itself into physical reality somehow. And I began to look, <coughs> and honest to goodness, through all of 2020, I have not looked at COVID-19 as the mountain. And the Lord said, hey, Rick, quit camping there. It's time for you to start telling this mountain to be removed and to be cast into the sea. And don't doubt in your heart, Rick, but believe. Would you believe the words that you'll say will come to pass? Because if you will, son, I'll back them up and you will have what you say. Speaking faith. Matthew chapter 17, verse 20 says, I say to you, if you have faith as a mustard seed, you will say to this mountain, move from here to there, and it will move. And nothing will be impossible for you. Are you listening? And I thought about this, just what the alarm that just went off, COVID-19. We are cursing COVID-19 to die. It is the mountain, and we're going to speak to this mountain and say, be removed in the name of Jesus. And if Jesus, if you're not going to cast it into the sea, then move it from here to there. But we're cursing it to die, amen? Now, <clears throat> the Lord can, was not done spanking me yet. Moses, a little bit later on in verse 6 of Deuteronomy, I believe it's verse 6, Deuteronomy 1, verse 6 says, you have stayed long enough at this mountain. Now again, again as I'm reading the first four chapters of Deuteronomy, the Lord is speaking specifics to me. And then again in chapter 2, verse 3, he said, you've circled this mountain long enough. <laughs> I'm like, Okay, remember I had not seen COVID as the mountain? 
COVID becomes the subject matter for everyday life, so the mountain stays. And the Lord is saying to me, and thereby saying to you, we have stayed at this mountain long enough. We've circled this mountain long enough. The kind of faith that pleases God is not only now faith, it's mountain-moving faith. I want you all to see what's happening in our society and what's happening in the day that we live as mountains that you have power over instead of things you just have to learn how to navigate. Are you listening to me? We've come to a place where 2020, we expect 2020 to simply be the beginning of the end, and this is how we will have to navigate life from here on out. And although there may be an element of that that's accurate, I I pray in the name of Jesus that it does not become my mind's belief and my heart's belief. But this is my heart's belief and my mind's belief and my mouth, my mouth's confession. Come on, somebody. Preaching a lot better and you're saying amen. It's a faith that doesn't see the mountain as an impassable obstacle. It's a faith that sees the mountain as nothing more than something to speak to. Now again, it may sound like I'm preaching to you. I'm just reading you my journal from yesterday morning. It's a faith that sees the mountain as simply something to speak to in cursing it to be removed. That's what we're supposed to do with mountains. Not camp at the foothill. Camping in the wrong place. We have a tendency to camp at the wrong place. It's part of our human nature. We even get comfortable in adversity because now we've learned how to handle the adversity and what we need to do to manage the adversity and how we need to manage the church and what we'll do with the church services. And again, God's speaking to me. You're just getting the overflow of it. Or you can quit hanging out around this mountain and move on to the promised land that I have for you, the Lord says. Amen? I hope I'm speaking to you okay today. Well, this mountain's just too big. It's just too big to go around, and it's just too high to climb over. I, I guess we'll just have to stay here. 2020 is just too big of a mountain, and now we know how to manage this terrain. So let's just stay here and manage this until it blows over. Can I help you with something? That's what I was doing. Hopefully you all love me and don't leave our church. <laughs> Some of y'all were doing it too now. And I say to what I, you know, I just said, too, too big of a mountain. And I, and I wrote this in my journal. I wrote this in my notes. I say, no, no, no. Would somebody shout, no, no, no. We will not stay there. Amen. We need to speak to this mountain. And we need to cast this mountain into the sea. And can I help you with something? The mountain has to listen. God reminded me of that. Matthew chapter 21, verse 21, Assuredly, I say to you, 
If you have faith and do not doubt, you will not only do what has been done to the fig tree. Remember the fig tree that Jesus cursed at its root because it didn't have no fruit and it wasn't even supposed to have any fruit because it wasn't seasoned for the fruit, but Jesus was hungry, maybe even a little hangry. You'll not only do what was done to this fig tree, but also if you say to this mountain, be removed and be cast into the sea, it'll be done. Luke 17, 6, the Lord said, if you have faith as a mustard seed, you can say to this mulberry tree. Now, I don't know what was wrong with the mulberry tree. I don't know what it did to tick Jesus off. But you can say to this mulberry tree, be pulled up by the roots and be planted in the sea, and it would obey you. Let me help you with something, brothers and sisters. You may not believe it or you may have forgotten it, but mountains and trees have ears. And if mountains and trees have ears, so does the year 2020. Amen? I believe that it is a requirement of the mulberry tree, of the fig tree, of the mountain, of COVID-19 to heed and hear the voice of a now-filled faith believer of Jesus Christ, a disciple of Jesus Christ. We got to quit accepting the mountain as just another part of life cycle, whether it is or whether it ain't. We got to rise above it. We got to pull up our tent stakes, pack up our stuffs, and set out and cross over. You'll never make it to the promised land staying where you're at. Now, I don't know about you, but I don't intend to camp at the mountain of 2020. Now, I apologize to you that I had to wait till the last week of the year to get that. But that should just be a sign to you that I don't get messages from a book. I'm preaching what the Lord is doing in my heart. And uh, I don't know about you, but I'm going to listen to the Word of God. I'm going to listen to what the words of the Lord says where he said, Rick, you have circled this mountain long enough. And he also made me, remember I go back a little bit, Rick, 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 you're, you're, you're the lid. This church will only as rise as high as you will climb. And I've made, and I made a decision that I am not going to camp out in 2020. I'm done with 2020. Excuse me, if you're not done with 2020, somebody just needs to slap you. That's all there is to it. In fact, I feel the spirit of slap coming on me right now. But the year has to listen to my voice. Because I can say to this mountain, be thou removed, and be thou cast into the sea. And if I don't doubt in my heart that the words that I say will come to pass, I will have whatever I say. And I say, COVID-19, be gone. Every mutation of that disease, be cast into the sea. Every trouble that we've had in 2020, be removed from here to there. In the name of Jesus, I wish somebody would get excited this morning. Am I preaching all right, Jonathan? <laughs> That's what a new cardigan will do for you right there. Man. <laughs> oh, that worked out pretty good because you know what I actually got written in my notes? I wish I could get a shout of praise from somebody this morning. <laughs> I'm not kidding. That's right there. Oh, praise God. Now keep this in mind. You cannot move forward 
and stay in the same place at the same time. So if you want to march into 2021, you're going to have to pull up your tent stakes, pack up your knapsack, and set out and cross over. I'm going to. Do I know what that looks like yet? No. That doesn't matter. I've heard the voice of the Lord that says, march. He'll give, us his, he'll give us our orders when we're ready for them. Are you listening to me? Oh, I guess I've talked for 30 minutes already. I curse you in the name of Jesus. I only have one more faith principle. Can I, can I finish it? All right. So we have now faith. Not yesterday faith, not tomorrow faith. Faith for right now. And we have speaking faith. Speak it out. Let your voice of conviction and faith be heard. And then finally, principle, faith principle number three, faith knows or knowing faith. Faith knows that no matter what happens, that no matter what the circumstances may bring us, God is still on the throne and Jesus is Lord. Faith knows. Faith knows that if Joe Biden truly becomes president on January the 20th and he overturns every single thing that President Trump has put in place, God is still on the throne and Jesus is still Lord. Are you listening to me? Faith knows that whether COVID-19 or some mutation of the virus, that by the, when I wrote the message was uh, uh, in my notes, heading to America, to America, and I heard on the news report on the way to church this morning that it's already believed to be here, that God is still on the throne and Jesus is still Lord. <clears throat> Isaiah chapter 54, verse 17, and this is Pastor Barclay's, my pastor's vo- uh, uh, verse of the year. Therefore, it's my verse of the year. Hopefully, if you're following suit with where I'm marching, it's your verse of the year as well. Isaiah 54, 17, no weapon formed or fashioned against you shall prosper. And every tongue which rises against you in judgment, you shall condemn. This is the heritage of the servants of the Lord, and their righteousness is from me, says the Lord. Amen. Knowing faith. But do you know that, or is it just a clever verse? That's the, that's the hinge point. Deuteronomy 1.30, the Lord your God who goes before you, he will fight for you. Do you know that, or is it just a clever verse? Deuteronomy 3.22, do not fear, for the Lord your God is the one fighting for you. Do you know that, or is it just underlined in your Bible, because you're doing tear up your Bible 2020? Faith knows that nothing can overcome the power of God. Do you know that? Or is it just a hallelujah moment in church? Faith knows that there's no reason to fear. Faith knows that fear will not win the day. Though there may be fear sometimes, fear will not win the day. Faith knows that we win the day no matter what because of what Jesus Christ did at the cross of Calvary and God is still on the throne and Jesus is still Lord. Would somebody say amen? Now, I think I'm going to choose to camp in campground right hand of God. I'm going to pick up from the mountain. I'm going to pack up my stuff, and I'm taking my stuff. I'm taking my ball, and I'm going home 
I'm not going to play anymore at this mountain, and I'm going over to the campground of the right hand of God. I think I'll camp there for a while in the right hand of God. Come on, somebody. I think I'll camp in the pages of his holy word. <laughs> Hallelujah. I'm going to camp in the pages of his holy word. It ain't just some clever statement that I say, keep your nose in the book. Oh, it's just another clever Bible reading plan for the year. No! You better camp. I wish I could camp so hard in this book that I got ink stains on my nose that I can't get off. I'm refusing to camp in year 2020. How about you? I believe that we're going to rise up out of the ashes of 2020. We're going to pull up our tent stakes. We're going to rise and we're going to move forward into 2021. Do I know every step that the Lord has for us? No, I do not. And that's okay. Because faith kicks in when you don't know what tomorrow holds. Are you following me? We're going to cross over into the promised land and now faith. Hopefully we'll all do it together. Hopefully there'll be none of you that stay in 2020. Though the year's gone, you've still learned to live in that distress. I don't know about you, but I don't want to. We're going to cross over into the promised land of speaking faith. I believe it's time for the children of God to begin to speak the word of God in faith, believing that what God has said he is able to perform instead of it's just some cool church stuff. We're no longer going to camp at the foothills of obstacles. We can just hang out here at the obstacle. We'll be all right. We try to address the mountain. The mountain's going to get us. We are going to command the mountains. Did you hear me? Quit looking at me like you think, no, 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 no. You command the mountains for us. No, no, no. We're going to command the mountains to be removed. We're going to command the trees, anything that's standing in our way. We're going to command it by the power of Jesus Christ, not to have some bravado spiritual stuff, but because it's a hindrance to the gospel of Jesus Christ, and it's a hindrance to someone's faith, and it's a hindrance to someone finding out about Jesus Christ, and we're going to command that obstacle to be removed, to be cast into outer darkness, into the sea, to be moved from here to there, and it will be done. Can I get a shout from somebody in the house? And I didn't have that one written in my notes. We're going to pull up our stakes. We're going to pack the essentials. We're going to move forward. We're going to cross over into 2021 with faith that knows, faith that speaks, and faith that's for now. We're going to have faith that God is for us. Come on, y'all. Quit asking, where's God in all this? Why does it seem like God's not doing nothing about it? That's because you ain't doing nothing about it. He'll go with you. He'll establish your next campground like a fire by night and a cloud by day to follow if you'll just trust in Him, trust in His holy word. And guess what? I have it on pretty good authority. He'll even fight on your behalf. He'll fight for you. We need not fear. Why? Because I believe and I know that no weapon formed or fashioned against me is going to prosper. Right. And therefore, I believe and confess and declare that no weapon formed or fashioned against Res Resurrection Life Church and the people who make it up is going to prosper in Jesus' name. Yeah. 
I believe it with, with all of my heart. If you can believe it and you can receive it, would you give the Lord a praise in the house of God today? Watch out for me now. I'm fired up. I don't even want to quit. But I'm done. Would you bow your heads with me for a minute? Lord, you and I have already had this conversation, but I want to have it publicly with you again. I've asked you to forgive me for finding some comfort in knowing how to strategize the mountain. I've taken some comfort and ease in knowing how to lead the church to camp at the mountain. And you've just jacked me up. And I welcome it. And I ask you to forgive me. And on behalf of this church, I ask you to forgive us for even an inclination of allowing the mountain to be the thing we have to look at every day. And would you empower us today, from this moment forward, to speak to that mountain with faith believing cast it into the sea in Jesus' name, to get it out of our way. Would you help us, Lord God, have now faith? Lord, there are so many days that I just need faith for my next step, and I know that's true for so many others. Give us now faith. Give us faith that speaks and proclaims and declares in Jesus' name. Give us faith that knows without a shadow of a doubt that you are still on the throne and that you are still Lord. In Jesus' name, amen and amen. Give the Lord a shout and a praise in the house. I ain't reading you my journal again. That's all there is to it. No, I'm sure you get a lot of my journals. Um, as we dismiss, I want to remind you, this is what we're going to start. I didn't want to wait till Wednesday night because I think Wednesday is like the day before New Year's Eve and we won't be back in here next, well, it'll be the new year by next Sunday and if anyone wants to get started on this with me together, hello, together, then we have to start on January, January 1. Now I'm halfway through, I did 2020s twice and halfway through again but I'm going to put it away even though I hadn't got all the markings I want yet, and I'm going to start all over again with this. Can we do it together? Yes. Would you hook up with this? We're going to have, there's 25 copies back at the information center right now. There may be the need for more than 25 copies, but I want to share this with you. His website is listed right on the, uh, on the page. If there's not a copy there for you, you can go to the website and make a single copy for yourself. That was one of the things that Jason asked me not to do, is to simply make copies from his website. But I could make a copy and then copy this copy. That's what he gave me permission to do. So I don't want you to go to the website and make 25 copies. Go to the website and make one for yourself. Uh, I really encourage you to do this with us. It's, it's, it's really manageable, really easy, and something that we can do together and who knows 
what might come of it as we take a journey. We're picking up our tent stakes. We're packing up, right? We're going to pack up what was, and we're going to start brand new, heading toward a land that the Lord has for us, not knowing exactly where that's at, and that's okay because that requires faith, and faith pleases God. Right, right on? And we're going to do it together, and I would like for us to do it by keeping our nose in the book, and here is a tool by which we're going to that I'm going to do, and I would pray that you all will do with me. And we can start, no matter where you're at in your Bible, it won't hurt at all. It might, for me, I'm a little anal retentive sometime, and I'm a little obsessive compulsive sometime. It's taking a lot for me to stop where I'm currently reading and start over again, because I didn't finish what I started. And the Lord's kind of saying, well, you started that in 2020. Time to pack up, move away from this mountain. Are you listening? So let's do this together. Are you blessed? Would you stand with me? I don't even have a clue what time it is. I hope it's all right. It's all good. Excuse me. Sorry about that. That was a cool sound effect right there. I thought it was somebody's phone. It was cool. Oh, Lord, thank you for today. Thank you for leading us to this place, to this moment. We commit our hearts to you today. We commit our lives to you today. We commit, Lord, together as a body of believers that we're no longer going to camp at this mountain. We're going to move forward. And we're not going to choose our own path, Lord. We're going to wait on you, and we're going to follow you. I pray, Lord, that you will bless and protect. May your face shine, your countenance go before May you give gracious mercy and strength to every believer here in Jesus' name. Amen and amen. I call you blessed. We'll see you Wednesday night for uh, what will actually be the last service of the year.